And we are recording. Recording. Hello, this is Melissa. And this is Kat. Coming to you from my my bed because... Because <laughs> bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah, sure. We could say that. Or because I literally give no fucks today. Listen, guys, I probably died yesterday. Um, <laughs> so let me play it out for you. I was at work, right? And one of my pupils was humongous. Mm-hmm. Like it was fully, is that dilated or is yes. that the opposite of no, dilated? That's dilated? Okay. My eye was, one of my eyeballs was fully dilated. So I posted on Instagram, like joking around, like, oh my God, look at my eye. Am I going to die? Hello, well, diagnose me. And literally all of the medical professionals that follow me on Instagram came out of the woodwork and were like, go to the emergency room. But I didn't see any of this until I left work because work was so busy that I didn't look at my phone all day until I left work. And then I woke Kat up in the middle of the night because I got off work at midnight. I was was so asleep. I was like, am I gonna die? But honestly, at that point, it had really gone down like a lot. So I'm assuming I got like bleach in my eye or something. I'm really not sure. But I honestly, my fingers are constantly in my eyeball because I have really bad eye allergies. So I'm constantly scratching my eyeball. So the chances of me getting like bleach or fucking grout cleaner in my Not eyeball grout cleaner. are like 10 out of 10. Probably that's what happened. But I was really scared that I was having um, a stroke <laughs> or <laughs> neurological damage or something like that. But it looks fine this morning. She looks great. I also didn't eat anything yesterday, so Calamie ate one of her bagels, and this movie is really stupid. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to go <laughs> and throw it on the table. So I told Kat, I was like, can we just like lay in my bed and record? I'm so this here for so it. <laughs> also, when she woke me up last night, literally, it's like 1 a.m. I'm asleep. I am so asleep. I fell asleep at like... 9 30 so i was deep in rem sleep and this bitch walks in is like look at my eye first of all i wear a sleep mask it's pitch black i can't see shit when she turns my light on i was, I was scared out. i was dying she's like is it dilated and i'm still trying to adjust to my light being on no no it was it just wasn't as yeah, bad it like yeah. had gotten better mm-hmm. and then oh do you know i stayed up until three in the morning until it went normal That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to stay awake until it looks normal. So at like 3 a.m. I got up and went into the bathroom and looked at it and it looked normal again. And I was like, okay, I don't know what happened today, but uh, it looks fine. We're (laughs) good. I was scared to fall asleep. I would have been too. Do you ever, do you ever happen to you? You have like a really bad headache or something and you're like, I know if I go to bed right now, I'll die. Yeah, that's called anxiety. And I have that on a daily basis over nothing. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Fuck Welcome that. Welcome to my brain on 24-7. Ew. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if your pupil is ever super blown out, apparently go to the ER. Don't continue working at your little job. <laughs> Don't go to sleep. <laughs> Don't sleep. I probably should have gone after work, too, but it's fine now. But um, if I do die, please bury me with all my things. Thank you so Match. I'm going to bury you with all of your equipment we also, use for tragical. don't bury me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to burn you with all of our <laughs> No, you have to make a podcast about me when I'm gone. Okay. Thank you. Life with Melissa. <laughs> God, she was fucking insane. <laughs> There'd be some pretty good stories. <laughs>
magical. <laughs> so this time we're here to tell you why bed knobs and broomsticks is tragical. What fucking year did this come out? 1971. 1971? Yes. Are you sure it was in 1871? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not great. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, do you want some fun facts about it? I would love them. <laughs> uh, Julie Andrews initially turned down the role of Miss Eglantine Price. She eventually reconsidered, believing she owed her movie career to Walt Disney Studios and wanted to work there again. When she told the studio she changed her mind, Dame Angela Lansbury had already been cast. Angela. <laughs> also, Julie. <laughs> no, Julie got out. That's Julie fair. made a good choice. Also, this movie is like so similar to Mary Poppins. Do you want to know why? Yes. <laughs> so this movie was developed at the same exact time as Mary Poppins. By the same people. Yep. In uh, the same workroom. Yep. Oh my, this is literally Mary Poppins, just bad. So Disney started with this movie, decided it was too complicated technically, and switched over to Mary Poppins. They switched back and forth between the movies quite a few times. They intended to drop this movie permanently at one point, but the Sherman Brothers, who did the music <laughs> for both projects, insisted that Disney finish it after they were done with Mary Poppins. So it's because of the Sherman Brothers this movie Okay, exists. wait, so this came out after Mary Poppins? Yeah, but they were working on them at the exact same time. Except for Mary Poppins slaps so fucking hard. Yeah, could you imagine? They probably dropped that and they were like, oh my god, this movie's the exact same. It's gonna do great. And then it flops. Did it flop? I'm assuming so, since like no one knows it. <laughs> and everyone knows Mary Poppins. You don't see Miss Eglantine Price in fucking parades at Disney World. <laughs> I don't have words. Continue, please. Okay. Uh, the song, The Beautiful Briny Sea, was originally written for a sequence in Mary Poppins that was ultimately dropped. Good. <laughs> so they were like, oh, we're not going to do it in this good movie, so we're going to give it to this shit movie that's almost exactly the same. Perfect. <laughs> And then Angela Lansbury hated what she called the by the numbers acting in this movie. Due to the heavy special effects, the entire movie had to be storyboarded in advance, shot for shot. Every moment was predetermined and Lansbury felt that she wasn't free to explore her character naturally. She did seem kind of like really annoyed to be in this movie though. Yeah, because like you have to stand in this exact spot and move this exact way because they're going to draw a fish directly next to you. She truly did seem like the whole movie. She didn't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I, mean, I understand why. Now we know why. Why did she do it? I don't know. I hope they paid her a ton. I don't, yeah, I don't know how well this movie like did when it came out, but I mean, clearly people don't know it now like they know Mary Poppins, so. And then this one, I did notice during the movie too, but several of the dolls that Carrie admires in the nursery of Professor Emilius Brown's house were modeled after the international puppets in the Small World ride at Disneyland. Didn't notice. Yeah, she picked one up at one time and I was like, oh, that's a Small World puppet awesome <laughs> yay and we get our fun facts from the internet movie database oh bad a dace if you're nice day yeah yo so this movie starts with some forced credits it's like this is the only good part of the movie yeah it's like medieval drawings but it's like on old paper but it's like all black and red and it looks like mm -hmm. super like goth and cool this yeah. is the only good part of this whole movie but it goes from the really cool like medieval drawings to uh nazis oh yeah i did switch over at one point and melissa just turned to me and goes 
there's Nazis in this? And I said, I don't know. And I was like, they have swastikas on their <laughs> jackets, so I'm going to assume they're Nazis. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. No, they were Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> they sure were Nazis. And then I went back to the medieval drawings, and there was like little devil animals and like half goat, half men people dancing with women i was like this movie's gonna be sick as fuck it's gonna be satanistic let's go i was like satanic (laughs) cults let's fucking do this i don't know why that was the opening credits for the movie it really did not (laughs) correlate to the movie at all minus the nazis yeah were they like trying to like i don't know negate witchcraft by being like devil worship mob yeah I was like, oh, she's that kind of witch? This is going to be sick as fuck. It yeah. was not. No. Really? The opening credits let me down. We should have just stopped there. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, watch the opening credits and then don't. Turn it off. <laughs> don't watch the movie. Go watch something else. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> also, at one point in the opening credits, they start chanting Hakuna Matoidi, which is which they're not saying Hakuna Matoidi, but I thought they were saying. <laughs> she even rewound it. <laughs> made us listen to it again (laughs) they're not saying hakuna matoidi but that's what i heard so i was like hakuna matoidi (laughs) (laughs) they say it later on what it really is yeah but i don't know if i even wrote them my notes are like this movie sucks I hate this part. What is happening? (laughs) Normally we edit our notes too. And I told Kat this morning, eating my bagel, I am not editing my notes. So this one is going to be just pure chaos. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) Because I don't care at all about this movie. Buckle up for satanic Nazis. (laughs) Let's go. Oh, man. So, yeah, there's a man and he drives into a town in scotland yeah i think we're on like the england scotland border i have no idea i think think they were i think scottish yeah um and there's a bunch of orphans well maybe not orphans maybe their parents are fighting in the war but yeah i don't some of them are like street kids i think i don't know i don't know (laughs) there's a bunch of children they're being held in a castle because they're either orphans or their parents are fighting in the war. We're mm-hmm. really not sure. Hopefully mm-hmm. the latter and their parents are dead. And they're being held there because bombs are going off in their their home of London. Because mm-hmm. the Nazis are bombing them. Yeah. I literally told Kat, I was like, is this witch going to fight? Hitler? Like, is, the, <laughs> is that the plot of the film? And I said, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's that's exactly what's going to so happen. And so my hopes were pretty high still. I was like, <laughs> okay, sick. The witch is going to fight Hitler. I was like, this is going to be a good-ass movie. Why have I never watched this? Pop-off, sis. Guys, she doesn't, she doesn't fight Hitler. <laughs> Don't get excited. <laughs> so a lady drives up in her fart wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got Angela Lansbury in her, it's like a motor car or like one of those little, like, I don't know what it's a they're motorbike. called. A motorbike. It's literally what Haggard drives. Yeah. <laughs> it's even got the little side seat and everything. But it has like fart coming out of it. I think it's magic. So it's supposed to be, again, they say it smells like sulfur. So like Satan, sulfuric, and it wasn't. Also it's fart. <laughs> it's also powered by farts. <laughs> she literally I want a motorbike powered by farts. She literally has a fart wagon. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, all right, no, now I'm done. But so anyway, this lady is um, Miss Eggplantine Price. <laughs> Eggplantine. It's Eggplantine. Miss Eggplantine no- Price <laughs> is 
taken her fart wagon into town mm-hmm. so that she can get her mail. Mm-hmm. Her mail is a is a broom wrapped up Nimbus 2000 style in oh, some real? brown paper, but it's clearly a fucking broom. And the lady that hands it to her at the mail place is like, oh, well, last time this guy sent you a cat. Now you got whatever this is. She sent a cat in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's probably not ideal. <laughs> not in those times. So she puts her broom in her fart wagon and... The lady at the castle is like, hey, here's three children. You have to take them. It's part of the war effort that you have to take these three children home with you. <laughs> like Their names are Carrie, Charles, and Paul. Carrie, Charles, and Paul, here's your babysitter, Mrs. Eggplantine. Your witch mom. Hopefully she turns them into, like, stew. That's what I was hoping because she's a witch. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been fun. But no, she takes them home to her adorable cottage. It is pretty cute. I would like that house. Um, I don't even know if this is even important. I guess not really. The fa- the father, the pa- the preacher, past. I don't know anything about fucking Some religion. Some religious man. They're called fathers, right? The ones with the little white collar? I don't fucking know. Anyway, <laughs> a religious official is like, hey, I'll stop by later. And she's like, no, thanks. Yeah, he's like, well, they, we have to pray with them. They need their religious studies. And she said, no, actually, that's okay. Thank you, though. She's like, we'll probably actually be worshiping the devil, but <laughs> thank you for your offer. We stand. Anyway, so now... They- this movie is really anti-religion. I'd like just realized that. Like, the <laughs> yeah. devil's in the beginning, and then she's like, no, that's okay. Yeah. They really push that she's like... And she also is like, ick, children, get them the fuck away from me. A satanic queen. I mean, I like the vibes it just wasn't executed properly yeah i feel that good for her so anyway we're at her little countryside cottage which is truly adorable Mm -hmm. and the kids come in and there's a cat there and that's not a cat that is a fucking ragamuffin of a creature i'm really not sure if the cat was real or not if i'm gonna be honest with you i think it was real and i think they shaved part of it to make it look like that like that cat was rough it looked like a for real friend (laughs) like i'm not not sure for real it's real or not do you remember when I had one of those and we had to take it back because it wouldn't stop hissing? Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Cat got a for real friend and it just kept hissing. So my it mom brought it back to Walmart. <laughs> so the kids are looking at this cat and they're like, what's its fucking name? Uh, verbatim. And she's like, well, the cat doesn't have a name except its name is Cosmic Creepus, which is like, what? Why would you say it doesn't have a name? No, she said she didn't name him. He came with his name, which is Cosmic Creepus. That is the sickest part of this film. I'm going directly now to change my name legally to Cosmic <laughs> Creepus and I will be called nothing else. Thank you. Cosmic Creepus. I was like, all right, the cat's got a sick name at least. But he's horrifying looking. So the kids go upstairs and uh, Eggplantine makes her dinner. She's a big <laughs> she's a big health nut, like vegan. Like everything is from her vegetable garden. Yeah, but it's like shit you've never heard of. It's like vegetables <laughs> that don't really exist on this planet. She's making shit up as she goes. Or her satanic plants. I don't know what the fuck yeah. any of them are. And uh, the, the little boy. I think the one boy. What's his name? Charlie, the older one? Yeah. I think he's supposed to be the comic relief of this film. And he's not funny. He's very obnoxious and I would love to punch him in the throat. Yeah. Um, He's an adult now, so I can say that. Also, these children have like, you can tell they're not educated. They talk like this. Can I have some porridge, mom? Like they're like street kids. They're not street kids. They're just poor. 
There's a difference. You're you're if you're poor, you're on the street. <laughs> I'm sure they had a home. They probably just all slept they don't in the now. same room. That's true. Their parents are fighting Hitler, so There's why don't you be nice now. to Charlie? <laughs> no. I just said I was gonna punch him in the throat. <laughs> you're yelling at me to be nice to him. Um, yeah, so he's like, Can we get some sausage? And she's like, Yeah, we don't eat sausage in this house because it's bad for you. Satan told me not to. Satan told me not to eat sausage. <laughs> Anyway, the kids go to bed and Mrs. Price opens Miss Price. I miss. That means a mister. Fuck no. Miss <laughs> Price opens her broom and apparently she's an apprentice witch. First of all, she's not like young. Like, I'm just saying, if you're just now starting your witchery. No, no. I think Angela Lansbury's just always looked 65. You think so? I don't think she's ever been young. <laughs> she was born old. But like also... <laughs> Never She's mind. She's probably like 27. <laughs> Just this whole thing is so bizarre to me because she's an apprentice witch, but this is her final test. No, she has one more after this, remember? Okay, so this is almost her final test? Yeah, she got like a cat and a, and some spells. And, and a broom. And this is her second to last trial. That's all it takes to be a witch? Fuck. Fuck Hogwarts. (laughs) You don't need to go to school. You just need a cat, a couple spells, and a broom, and then you're ready to go. Yeah. So anyway, she sucks at flying the broom. (laughs) You're supposed to fly on it like sideways. Because she's a lady. Side saddle. (laughs) Side broom. (laughs) But she can't do it, so she gets on it. Like how you normally, yeah. and the cat judges her. Cosmic creep is, yeah. Cosmic creep is judging her. Mm-hmm. So she flies around, but she's bad at it, and she falls out of the sky and breaks the broom. Mm-hmm. And the kids see her do this because mm-hmm. she's like being loud as fuck, <laughs> flying around the cottage outside. And Charles, Charlie comes up with a Charles. <laughs> he wants to blackmail her. Yeah. He's like, we're going to use this. And I'm like, she could just fucking kill you, bro. She's a witch. Bad plan. So the next morning at breakfast, uh, Charlie says to uh, Miss Eggplantine that she... <laughs> That's just her name now. I don't even remember her real name. <laughs> Eggplantine. No, Eggplantine, right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Um, he says that they know that she's a witch and he wants sausage and strawberry jam and uh, cold hard cash. So for them not to snitch on her. Honestly, those are some fucking great requests. He said sausage jam and give me some fucking quaint bitch. She's like sausage is bad for your cholesterol and jam is full of sugar. Mm -hmm. And I don't have money because I'm a witch. And she says that she's not very good at magic and she's trying to turn little Charlie into a toad. um, But she turns him into a rabbit. Yeah. And then the cat chases him. Mm. Cosmic creep is out here chasing Charlie the bunny. Yeah, he's like, you guys may not eat meat, but I do. But then he turns back into a human because her spells wear off really quickly. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just sucks. Miss Price or Miss Eggplantine. Oh, yeah. This is when she's like, guys, I'm going to kill Hitler. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, yes. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to end the war. I'm a I'm a witch and I'm trying to end the war. And I just got to finish my witch apprenticeship. And I was like, oh, she is going to fight Hitler. But like by herself, like are there other witches that she knows? No. She just literally plant. She's like, you know what? I'm going to take my witch classes, question mark. And kill Hitler. And just fight in this war. Yes. I mean, pop off queen, Mm -hmm. whatever you want. So the kids don't believe that she's a witch even 
though they just watched the fucking child get turned into a damn rabbit. So she's like, I can prove it to you. I can do a spell that will prove to you that I am an actual witch, but she needs something that twists. And Paul just starts pulling a ton of shit out of his pockets. He has string. He has glass. And then he pulls out a literal whole bed knob He's from a his pocket. Kleptomaniac but out here. Also, how big are your pockets? That was a that thing was bigger that he couldn't hold it in his two hands. Like, how big are your pockets, my dude? Are you wearing cargo shorts? Like <laughs> men have real pockets in their pants. <laughs> yeah, what's it like? I can't even fit chapstick in my pocket. For real. <laughs> so Eggplantine's like, I'm gonna do the the travel spell. Ooh. She and learned this on day one of being <laughs> yeah, a fucking apprentice what witch. The fuck? Flying stupid when you have the travel spell. Yeah, right? You don't need to learn to fly on a broom. Honestly. So basically, all you have to do is three taps and a quarter turn. And then you, whatever the twisting. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> a twisting object. Yeah. Whatever your twisting object is. So I could have used like a ketchup bottle. Just twist the top and then I just take that with me wherever I travel to. <laughs> just have to carry it around. I don't know. The bed is really <laughs> ideal because they got to like chill on Sit it. Sit on it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so if you pick something smaller, do you have to just like, is it, you just have to hold on to it? Do you just hope for the best? To or? be honest with you, this movie's really stupid. So I don't know. <laughs> Picking the bed was a genius idea. Because <laughs> it's really the only thing that makes sense. True. <laughs> So yeah, Miss Eggplantine does her spell on the bed knob and gives it back to Paul. And then she gets a note from which school. And <laughs> basically this school has disbanded. So Eggplantine isn't going to get her very last lesson to basically become a full-fledged witch and to take out Hitler. Yeah, she, it's <laughs> because of the war. <laughs> war yeah. means no more school. Paul really wants to go to the jungle, but Eggplantine <laughs> is like, no, we have to go to London so that I can learn the last spell from which school instead. I'm not kidding. This is I a just, real movie. It's really him just saying, I want to go to the jungle. I Baby, want to what? go to the jungle. What jungle? There's so many. Is there a specific one? Is that, Do you want to go to like a rainforest? Like what kind of jungle are you talking about here? I do not know. Good for him. Charlie, so... <laughs> They all hop on the bed, get ready to <laughs> to fly away on the bed. They They're make all wearing... the bed first, though. Yeah, she's like, do. "Let's make the bed. We gotta travel in style." And then the little girl, what's her name, Carrie, is wearing like a scarf over her head in case it gets too windy. Doesn't blow away her fucking <laughs> yeah. mop of hair. Like her hair hasn't been a fucking mess this whole movie. Charlie doesn't want to go. No, he doesn't believe that it's real. So he's trying to prove them wrong by just standing off to the side. And they are making the bed and singing about how Charlie is a non-believer <laughs> she says you don't believe in the devil how dare you but also why do i know this song i know the songs from this yeah movie. you kept saying it and i was like i've never heard any of this before in my life they probably play it on main street or something they do not play charlie is a non-believer no, in the main street loop play like the <laughs> instrumental for it or Maybe. something i don't know yeah i knew the music from this movie far too well for some reason so Carrie and Eggplantine and what's the little one? Paul. Paul. They're all named with C's, like the two children and then, and then Paul. Paul. <laughs> They're chilling on the bed and apparently Paul is going to be the master of the bed magic. Just letting the five-year-old take over. So he does three taps on the bed knob and a turn and then the bed starts to like... <laughs> 
to sparkle away. Yeah, like sparkle. <laughs> and then Charlie's still not on the bed and Cosmic Creepus jumps up next to him and scares the shit out of him. So he, Charlie, runs and jumps onto the bed right before it disappears. Yeah, so now they're all on the bed. We all knew Charlie was coming. We yeah. didn't need the whole, I'm not going. And this was Melissa's favorite part. <laughs> was the fucking acid trip. This whole part reminds me of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're on the boat and the fucking lights are going crazy and all weird and shit. That's this whole part. Yeah, except for it happened for like 48 minutes of this movie. was, <laughs> And it was like them flying through the countryside and the countryside was like just changing colors. It was like a it was lot. just like inverted colors. It was a lot to look at. And it was at. like flashing. Yeah, it was giving me a headache. Mm-hmm. I was like, I should have done an edible before we watched <laughs> this. I didn't realize what we were getting into. Yeah, that was it really does go on for a long time for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was one of the better parts of the film. Not yeah, gonna they land in an alleyway in the middle of London and Charlie still doesn't believe it. They're literally sitting on a bed in the middle of an alleyway in London. He's like, I don't believe it. It's not real. Charlie's fucking annoying. (laughs) For real. So they find Mr. Brown, who is the witch school headmaster. It's Professor Emilius Brown to you. Okay, great. Anyway, (laughs) he's just a common street magician. He is not a wizard. Yeah, he's a charlatan. And he's not even good at magic. But he (laughs) does convince Paul to buy like a dog whistle or something i don't remember whatever horrifying i don't give a fuck so he tries to get away and eggplantine is like kids get him she sicks the children on him and the children hold him down (laughs) i was like dang and then she turns the poor man into a rabbit again yeah she she turns mr brown into a rabbit for two seconds and then he pops back up and he admits that he is a fraud. Mm-hmm. He says that he got the spells from a book that he stole from an old house that he decided to live in. Yeah. So then they go to the old house. On the bed, mind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all hop on the magic bed. Mr. Brown is just along for the ride. Could you imagine a woman walks up to you with her three little t- street rats and are like we're gonna go take a ride on this bed and you just get you just go she turned him into a rabbit so i think he believed pretty quickly that she was a real witch i don't i'm still not getting on a bed with her in the middle of an alleyway in london i am okay um (laughs) so they have some cheese and wine for dindins and i was like hell yeah and eggplantine is like because you know she's a real big health freak she doesn't eat cheese god forbid she's like listen cut the crap where's the rest of the book she wants the book because she's got to get her last spell Mm -hmm. so she can kill hitler also this giant mansion is in the middle of an abandoned town because there is unexploded bombs everywhere bombed bombs yes that's that's scary because no, the you. war you know yeah so the kids go off and play in the nursery and then mr brown is in the library getting the book for miss price mr brown is like okay hear me out eggplantine <laughs> and he sings a whole song about her name eggplantine um wait no but he, he says <laughs> eggplantine 45 times he wants her to be his sexy magician's <laughs> assistant for his magic show. Fucking Angela Lansbury. He says she's far from sexy. I, it's, uh, no. He says, I know I'm a fraud, but you can do real magic so I can be the headliner and then you'll do the real magic and I'll take all the credit. And you'll be a fucking woman like just you are. Just standing there. And you're just going to look sexy in your little 
soft leotard and feathers. Yeah. Eggplantine. Mm-hmm. Eggplantine, eggplantine, eggplantine. I don't remember the real song, but... That was it. It was something like that. Uh, so she's sick of his <laughs> shit, and she turns him into a rabbit again. Yeah. And makes him tell her where the book is. <laughs> um. So upstairs, Paul finds a book about the Isle of Naboomboom. Naboo-boo? Naboo-boo. Naboo-boo. Nailed it. I typed it 18 different ways on my notes. So... Um, so Paul's reading this children's book. Um, it's about cartoon animals that are all wearing clothes and hats and they've been sent there by magic. And Paul thinks it's a real place. And he says, this is where I want to go next. Yeah, on the bed. He's like, let's go to the Isle of Naboomboo. I think it sounds like a good time. Mr. Brown and Eggplantine in the library, they finally find the book, but it's only half the book. The rest of the book is missing. So again, Eggplantine cannot finish her fucking spell. So... They go to find the rest of the book. This is my favorite part of the whole movie. Portobello Road. This is another one. Why do I know this song? Portobello Road. Queen, I don't know. I don't know either. This whole fucking part of this movie was 30 minutes long. Bitch, let me walk you through. I'm not even going to look at my notes, okay? (laughs) They get to Portobello Road, which is a real market that happens still to this day on Portobello Road. It's basically a, not a flea market. What's the word I'm thinking of? Like a, uh. Yeah, what's that called? Farmer's Market kind Farmer's of Market, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So Portobello Road, there's a Farmer's Market there. They're looking for the rest of the book. Well, Miss Price is looking for the book. Oh, everyone else is just fucking around at the Farmer's Market. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of dance numbers. And also, while this is happening, there's a man that is creeping on Miss Price looking for the other half of the book. There's sex workers. Yeah. And sailors. They mm-hmm. do a dance number. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of different cultural dance numbers. There's like a Russian dance number. There's Indian. like steel drums. Oh, yeah. There's Indian. There's, there's Scottish, like a Caribbean. There's Irish. a Scottish dance number. An Irish step dance. This was 45 minutes of this film. No, like not even being dramatic. This part was literally over 30 minutes long. And it just kept going. We thought they were done. We would think that they're done. And then there's another group of people that comes out and starts dancing. I we thought, were like, what is happening? I thought the sex workers and the sailors was going to be it. I did too. And then and they then were like, kept going. oh, Scottish dance. And I was like, all right, weird, but I'm I'm here. And then it was the Irish step dancing. And I was like, okay, this can't continue, right? And then it was the Russian. And then it was the the Caribbean. It just kept going. I stopped writing after the Caribbean. Hell. And I know that there was more after that. I just stopped writing them because I st- I think I was on TikTok at this point. What the fuck? This, and it was not like interesting. It was like boring as fuck. I was like, damn, this I was literally is so bad. <laughs> I was literally watching TikToks during this part. It truly made no sense. Mm-mm. It was so stupid and so weird. And it's so long. I hated it. It was bizarre. So finally the market closes. Thank fucking God. <laughs> 900 dance breaks later. Yeah. And then a man pulls a knife on eggplantine. <laughs> finally, it's getting juicy. Thank God. <laughs> fucking get some action in here. <laughs> he forces this man with the knife, forces all of them into a basement. Um, Facts. They throw the bed yeah he takes the down the stairs i don't know how they got it in the doorway of this basement it's a big door to the basement apparently i guess so they throw the bed down the stairs there's like an old man this is the hairiest old man i've ever seen i hated looking at him i hope i have that much hair when i'm that old it was so gross um but this old man has the other half of the book and so they put the books together and they're trying to read till the very end but 
there still is not the words that they need for the spell. Yeah. So basically the half that Eggplantain has is like, and the words to the magic spell are, and then the next page is missing. And then the next page says on the necklace of Astaroth. Yeah, it's on his star. So the, it wasn't actually the words that she needed. It was just telling her where the words were. Yeah. So the story of Astaroth is that he was a famous wizard who ex- <laughs> <laughs> he experimented spells on animals because he wanted them to be more human-like. Solid. Um, all the other witches and wizards were like, no, this is weird. And then all of his animals, people turned against him because they were now human-ish and then they killed Astaroth, stole his star and then exiled themselves to an island called Nabumbu. What yeah. weird. Nabumbu's back. Everyone thinks that N- Nabumbu is a fake place until a half-starved man like lands on this island on accident. It's an island run by animals and then he gets back to earth plane i guess and is like this place <laughs> was real the, no i think the island is on earth and it's just, just no one can get to it yeah there's tons of islands that are kind I of like uninhabited guess. bruh so then this man wrote a book about it and everyone just thinks it's a children's book even but though it's, it's a true story <laughs> imagine you write a book yeah everyone like thinks a it's a kid's book, book. everyone <laughs> thinks it's a kid's book. i mean some people write books and people take it as a religion so you know <laughs> it's fine this movie should have everything you know it's got devil worship and wizards and i still talking animals fucking hate it <laughs> i still hate it and so paul says that it is in fact a real place and he has he just brought this children's <laughs> yeah, book he with stole him the book from the house pop off sis i mean the bombs were probably gonna go off true. anyway very true and then so the old man is like this is stupid this isn't real give me the other half of your book and let's like just do something yeah and he like tells his whatchamacallit his henchman he's like can you just stab all of them? yeah jeez you're gonna stab a, a grown woman a grown man and three, three children. children like can you get some backup in here very like, casual they can definitely take him out he was a big dude but there's five of them and one of him and then one hairy little old man <laughs> like just take him out you'll be fine yeah so throw the he, bed at him <laughs> so basically yeah the old man was like yeah kill these motherfuckers and get me my shit and then they all hop on the bed and they're like no we're going to the isle of naboomba and they all just the, the two just watch them <laughs> they disappear don't, they don't believe that they <laughs> they can travel via bed magic <laughs> But guess what they can't. They do. So they just leave. And the man with the knife is like, okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So, so <laughs> they go on another acid trip ride. Yeah. And they end up in a lagoon of an island. It looks like Neverland. It really does look like Neverland. I think they just used the footage of neverland they probably did okay great i mean half of this is mary poppins that was scrapped anyway it looked like neverland yeah so they land in the water in the lagoon they're just underwater dry breathing they're fine yeah they were fully underwater yeah i stopped watching this whole scene i was done yeah there was a whole nother fish musical number yes like another portobello road situation where just like a bunch of musical numbers were happening well, first of all there's fish in waistcoats um 
telling them that they need to go straight up. They're all just like they end up at like a bar. No, yeah, they they instead of going up to the land. What where was it called? The briny the briny bar. I don't know. Briny ballroom. Oh, it was a ballroom. Yeah, it's not very fancy ballroom. <laughs> so there was a of, whole musical number I did not watch. Yeah, instead of going straight up like the fish keep telling them to do to go onto land where they need to be, they decide to just break into this fish ballroom where everyone's having some sex dance time and just watch them. And then Mr. Brown and Miss Eggplantine decide to dance together. Uh, Eggplantine does a little flippy flip. I don't know how her panties don't show because she was fully upside down in that skirt. They won the contest, though. They did. They won a dance contest thing. (laughs) They won the dance battle. Good for them. Oh, my God. It was a dance battle. Oh, my God. I hate this movie. So then this 45-minute ballroom scene ends because the bed gets snatched up by a giant fishing hook. And uh, they get pulled up to land by a, a bear in sailor clothes um it's literally blue it's brown blue it's brown blue in a sailor suit mm-hmm. um and he pulls them up he talks like he has no education yeah and he gets mad because they're people and they have a giant sign on the beach that says no peopling allowed nope, yeah no peopling this movie's stupid um so they want to see the king because they know that the king probably has the necklace star of thing. Astaroth <laughs> that has the words that eggplantine needs Mm -hmm. to do the very last spell to kill hitler Mm -hmm. (laughs) is this making sense (laughs) probably not (laughs) because it doesn't make sense it's not even okay the spell is like a (laughs) it's not even a good spell like i don't remember what it was it was like the locomotion something it's a movement spell essentially yeah not good but it's gonna kill hitler Mm -hmm. um so they go to a tent where the king is and he is yelling very (laughs) aggressively and very echoey Mm -hmm. and it was really irritating my ears basically the king wants to play football and they can't find a referee because the king has anger issues and it keeps killing all the referees basically and by football we mean the uk football soccer american soccer yeah so (laughs) brown is like sorry mr brown yeah get it together he's like i'll ref uh an eggplantine and the kids they get to sit on the king's throne while they watch the soccer match. Also, they're on this island of Nabumbu. So everybody is like cartoon animals, ostrich, in, bears, in, in What else was there? There, bro, hippo, rhino. My thing was was that it wasn't like Zebra. it was all. No, they were the randomest animals. Yeah, they, like there was like no rhyme or reason to Can- what kind of animals um, they were, like where they're from. A kangaroo mm-hmm. that almost a didn't sound like a word to me. <laughs> kangaroo kangaroo a crocodile yeah they were just a bunch of random animals Mm -hmm. and then brown baloo who had no education and by the way the king is a lion the king is a lion king King leonidas was that his name yeah they call him king leo truly didn't write it down leonidas i didn't either i only knew that because of imdb (laughs) so the king is definitely wearing the star of Mm astaroth and then the teams are blue and yellow i'll get it right it's 
dirty yellow against the true blues. How dare you disrespect I mean, them that way? Dirty yellow. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> true blue, dirty yellow. I'm going dirty yellow. Also, the teams are one team is a bunch of predators, and then the other team is all prey, except for they have one tiger on their team. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, because they it was were like, paying much more attention than I was. Yeah, because I was like, no wonder the yellow team always wins. They're going to eat the other team, but then they had one like tiger on their team. So truly, like another 80 minutes of this movie was uh-huh. this soccer match uh-huh. and it was basically just the teams like setting each other on fire and digging holes in the ground and like it was one of, it was just really fucking stupid mr, mr. Brown, brown is getting beat the fuck up <laughs> he gets run over 75 times um he tries to whistle to like ref because he's being uh-huh. a ref he's uh-huh. refereeing and they do not give a fuck that he exists they are running him over and then the king in the middle of the match is like mr brown you're doing such a good job Mr. Brown is like unconscious at this point. Mm -hmm. He's like truly about to die. Mm -hmm. He's been run over by like a rhino like 20 times. Yeah, but he's doing great. So the animals are fighting and they're playing dirty and they're running over Mr. Brown over and over. And then the ball pops. Thank God. Like the soccer ball. Mm -hmm. And the king is angry. He's been angry, but he's more angry now. He yells so hard that everything gets blown away but the deflated ball goes into the goal Woo! he wins so the king's team wins Thank because he God. angry yelled the deflated ball into the goal this was yeah literally another 20 minute scene it was the same thing over and over again yeah so referee mr brown is talking with the king and he helps the king put his robe on <laughs> His like after match robe. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know why he was helping him put a robe on. <laughs> and then while he's putting his robe on, he switches his referee whistle for the star necklace of Astaroth. Yeah, he uses sleight of hand from his street days. <laughs> from aka literally yesterday the when he was a charlatan on the street. Only thing Mr. Brown is good for. <laughs> So now they get the fuck out of there. They run back to the bed, which is still just chilling on the beach. Mm -hmm. And the knob is stuck in Paul's tiny pocket. (laughs) He can't get it out to put it on the bed (laughs) to get back to the cottage. So Eggplantine turns the king, who's now running at them and screaming because he notices that his star is gone. She turns him into a rabbit. Good for him. But he's only going to be a rabbit, you know, for like three minutes. (laughs) But he does run away, so it worked. Yeah. (laughs) She only knows how to turn people into rabbits, really. (laughs) Good for her. So Paul gets the fucking bed knob out of his pocket, finally. And they make it home. Yay. On the magic bed. (laughs) So they go to grab the star to read the spell and it disappears. Yeah, it was meant to be on the Isle of But this is what I'm saying. Like... They can't bring stuff from the island that's magic. So it's not, I don't know. Anyway, Paul says that he remembers the words and no one's listening to him. Yeah, Carrie literally is like, you, Paul, don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. She's like, shut up, you (laughs) dumb bitch. No one wants to listen to the five-year-old. She's like, adults are talking. Please be quiet. And he's like, no, I know the words though. Yeah. So finally the next day, he just says the words and everyone's like, how did you know that? And he was like, it was in my book the whole time. Yeah, 
there's a fucking picture of the king it's in the book. It's a close-up. It shows the, oh, the star. They never even needed to go to the briny fucking ballroom. Paul wanted to go to Naboomboo, <laughs> so they did. That's uh, true. He said he wanted to go to the jungle from the very beginning. And he got what he wanted. So they're trying out the spell. Uh, it doesn't work. And Mr. It kind of works. Listen, All of the clothes in the no, house start dancing. Not yet, because oh. Mr. Brown says it needs more rhythm, and they turn it into a song. Yay, more bad songs. And the spell works and all of uh, Miss Eggplantine's clothes start dancing, including her nightdress, which makes it out the front door and dances sexily all over the the priest father <laughs> church man. That's and, why he was important. <laughs> and uh, he runs away because he just got assaulted by a nightgown. <laughs> The devil at work. (laughs) Am I right? Right? He probably is like, holy shit, Eggplantine is a fucking devil worshiper. (laughs) Okay, so the spell doesn't work. So now Miss Price is really sad because she can't fight Hitler. So they're having dinner and the lady from the beginning shows back up and is like, I can take the kids now. There's a farmer that will actually want them and take care of them. And Miss Price is like, no, I think I'm going to keep them. The kids then say that they want to stay with Miss Price and that Mr. Brown is their father now. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Brown is like, uh, um, I didn't sign on for this. I was a street charlatan yesterday. There was no sexual chemistry between Mr. Brown and Miss Price. This whole movie, you're going to stop pushing this narrative on me right now. Yeah. So he leaves. He literally is just like, on that note, um, I'm a go. And then he literally just leaves and he goes to sleep at, at the, the train, train station. He's like, I am not going to be a father today. Not good. That night, some Nazis come ashore <laughs> next to Miss Eggplantine's house. Apparently she lives on like a cliff with the beach and they just roll up. It's just a casual raid on the UK. Everything is fine. And they take over Miss Eggplantine's house as their war camp nazi headquarters yeah and miss eggplantine is going to turn the colonel of the nazis into a rabbit but she she, forgets the word she's done it 75 times in this movie that's what i'm saying eggplantine that's all you've been doing this whole movie is turning people into rabbits and now you forget it's truly the only spell you know (laughs) but okay so she sends charlie to go get her notebook and the nazis grab him and say that they have to go somewhere else now Meanwhile, Mr. Brown is sleeping at the train station, but he's also having dreams of Eggplantine in a magician's assistant leotard and feathers dancing on the train tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, So maybe he is catching feels, I guess. But he wakes up and there's some Nazis cutting power lines next to the train station. He tries to run away and he punches a Nazi in the throat. Fuck yeah, Mr. Brown. And then runs back to Miss Eggplantine's cottage. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, he sneaks back in, but Eggplantine and the kids are already gone. Mm-hmm. And he hears the soldiers coming, so he turns himself into a rabbit. Yeah, he faces the mirror <laughs> and he finds the rabbit spell and turns himself into a rabbit. And then he runs to the town 
and the kids and Miss Price are in the castle from the beginning of the movie. This was a small set. They could only use three buildings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so Mr. Brown finds that he just knew where they were somehow in where his else, mind. Where else were the Nazis going to take them other than the other place the in town that we visited in <laughs> yeah, the movie? true. <laughs> so Mr. Brown jumps in the window as a rabbit and he sits on Mrs. Price's lap and the kids are like, it's Mr. Brown. And she's like, if you are Mr. Brown, get the fuck off my lap. And so <laughs> Mr. Brown gets off of her lap and she's like, it is you, Mr. Brown. You came back. And then he turns back into a human. I almost wish he had turned back into a human while he was still sitting on her lap. Um, <laughs> this is where the movie again takes another 48 minute. How long was this movie? 10 years? This is the only time in this whole movie that I wrote down what the spell is actually called. Give it to me. It's the substitutionary locomotive spell. Oh, I thought you wrote down like the fun Latin words. No, fuck that. <laughs> I wrote down the name of the spell. So in this castle, I guess it's like a museum. There's a bunch of suits of armor everywhere. Um, and they use the locomotive toe Sub, substitutionary <laughs> locomotive spell. Yeah, they do that on the suits of armor. And then the suits of armor fight the Nazis. Yeah. OK, mind you, they show like <laughs> a overall view of all of the fake knights that they have fighting the Nazis. There's like millions. There's no way that there was this many no. of anything in that castle. No. I don't care how big that castle was. And they fight all the Nazis and the Nazis are real confused because the suits of armor don't have bodies, mm -hmm. obviously, because they're not real. And Miss Price is flying over the battle on her broom <laughs> with a Union Jack flag on it Hell and a yeah. saber. Hell yeah. A queen. They do blow up her house, though. Yeah, it's a little rude. But they do kill the Germans. Wait, is Cosmic Creepus okay? Nah, Cosmic Creep is good, I bro. don't know why I just thought about He's that. He's good. So yeah, they kill the Germans. The ones that don't run away in fear <laughs> of the ghost armor. And Miss Price decides to mother the children and to not be a witch. Yeah. Which is stupid. And I thought the kids had parents, but I guess not. I told you they're street children. Mr. Brown decides to join the military. Okay. Yeah. There's like a local army brigade. <laughs> it's just a literal group of 20 old men. Like they are at least in their 70s or older. Every single one of them. They're like a local. Yeah. Like militia. I'm not really sure, but he joins them and he kisses Mrs. Price on the mouth. So I guess they're together. And that's literally the movie. And that's the end of the movie. And that's how Angela Lansbury fought the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, good for her. This movie is so stupid. Even the ending, I was like, maybe it'll end good. No, it should have ended with like them building a new castle and them all becoming witches. Like Mr. Brown is a wizard and Miss Price is a witch. She like starts a witch school the where kids she's teaching the children. fucking witches. They, t they take the castle in town and like, it's our castle now. We live here because my cottage got blown up, but I killed Hitler. Bro. No. She's like, I don't think I'm going to be a witch. And then Mr. Brown joins the weird old men militia in town. And Cosmic Creep is dead. Not even, yeah, Cosmic Creep is probably dead. Not even a good ending. Like, no. I got nothing from this movie. I got nothing. Are you ready to rate it? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> would you like to go first? I sure would. Give it to me. So I gave Bed Knobs and Broomsticks a one out of ten. Oh, 
Um, it is sitting at number 62. It is below the country bears and above Bolt. <laughs> I would still um, rather watch this than Bolt. <laughs> literally take exactly what Kat just said <laughs> and copy and paste. I gave bed knobs and broomsticks a one out of 10. I would still rather watch this shit than Bolt. That shit was tragic. <laughs> at least there was a cat. Yeah, that I liked in this one. So it is my number 62 below Country Bears above Bolt. Boy, that's so good, mate. Literally the same thing. This is the only thing we've ever agreed on, ever, ever. Our bottom three, our top three are completely (laughs) different. You have Frank and Weenie at 60. I do. Yeah. What's your 59? Tinkerbell. Mine's the rescuer. So that's where it's at. Okay, so our bottom four (laughs) are the same. same. I can't wait for us to watch Maleficent. (laughs) And never going to happen. Um, Truly, I hope I never have to watch that ever again. I hope all of you do watch it so you can no, understand no i don't know why i know all of the songs from this movie like they have to be in one of like the sing-along movies or something maybe. yeah maybe it was in a sing-along like even the fish in the waistcoats i remembered them but the whole rest of this movie i could not fucking have told you any part of it except the songs i hated it me too oh yeah mr brown was the dad from mary poppins mm-hmm. <laughs> and obviously egg, i don't know why i just thought of egg plantain was the uh angela lansbury, angela lansbury. dame angela canceled lansbury. now no i'm just kidding i just she honestly no truly she seemed like she didn't want to be in this movie so that's the only reason i am still going to appreciate her because i really feel like she agreed to do this movie and she kind of couldn't get out of it and you could you could tell I just want to know how old she was when she was in this. So give me one second to do some math. Can I guess? I'm going to say... Bro, she just has always looked old. I'm going to say 40. She was 46. She Yeah. Damn. She killed Hitler. Kind of. All right. Kind of. Let's do a patron episode. It's been a minute. Yes. If you would like your very own episode dedicated to you of the Tragical Podcast, please join us on Patreon. Uh, It is linked in the show notes. It's also linked on our website. So, yeah. It can be a movie you really like. It can be a movie you really hate. If you just want to hear us roast it. Yeah. Let us know. Like Pinocchio. Somebody Mm -hmm. picked that just so we would roast it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, joke's on you. I love this movie. No, I'm just kidding. It is (laughs) a really (laughs) tragic movie. (laughs) Drum roll, please. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, what is it? Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> I love this movie. I'm not a Stitch stan. However, I love this I'm movie. Gonna sob. I'm going to cry. I haven't watched it in so long. You know that show where it's like the British nanny lady and she comes and she like. What? Okay, there's a show and it's like this British nanny and basically she goes to like people's houses oh, where the yeah, kids yeah, yeah. are like really, really bad. really bad. Like they like hit their parents and stuff and she like shows them how to take care of their children that's what lilo needed yeah that british nanny to come and knock some fucking sense into her although honestly if i had a little ginger bitch roasting me every day i probably would have bit her too that's only half of lilo's problems <laughs> to be quite honest with you. she should have beat that bitch up though. yeah let's be real anyway this is annabeth's pick um, this will be a good one yeah i'm excited it was Me a too. good like summer movie too like a good like kicking off the summer like, yeah, kicking off the summer movie we're in a heat wave right now it's fucking awful are we i don't leave yes. the house so. yeah <laughs> okay great yeah the reason i know that's because they were watching the news at the nail salon the oh. other day <laughs> and so i was watching them talk about the fucking heat wave pleakley is <gasps> pleakley is Dr- a drag oh my God. icon stop happy pride, happy pride. <laughs> hi gay <laughs> <laughs> and we 
you thought we weren't going to have a gay movie. I'm so. Oh, oh my God. I can't even a drag queen during Pride Month. Absolutely. fucking We've done it. Annabeth, you've done you it. You did it. How did you know? You <laughs> I'm literally. I cannot even. I. That's so perfect. Please don't watch Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Everyone become an apprentice witch and fight some Nazis. No, Woo. don't. Yes. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Cheers. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. I don't believe it. It's not real.